all day, I've trained my brain to be looking for the things to be appreciative for, the things that I'm grateful for, like this glass of water on my desk. Like, I'm so grateful for that. The conversations that we have when we're outside of our own home, when Mm -hmm. we're actually out somewhere together are so different than when when you are in your home together. You just heard from Sammy and Nathan Yeager, the hosts of the Date Forever podcast and the founders of Fuel Collective. This is the second part of our conversation with them. And if you haven't listened to the first part, you can check it out from the last week's episode. The next 15 minutes are going to be similar to the previous week's episode, filled with fun activities, practices, rituals, and patterns that you can take away and practice in your own relationship. First, they're going to share a little bit about a gratitude practice that they use for managing resentment. Then we're going to get into their ritual of two coffees and a treat. Yes, that's right. Two coffees and treat sounds so delicious. And finally, we're going to wrap it up by getting into their practice of a two by two by two date night. Welcome to La Vida, Love Vitamins for a Healthier Relationship, a podcast made by partners for partners. This is Rashi. And this is Ansh. So to be successful, one needs to be happy first. A big part of being happy in a relationship is managing resentment. How are you doing that? We implemented a gratitude practice. So every night as we're getting into bed, what are that we ask each other, what are you grateful for today? And we would share two or three things. And more often than not, one of them is us actively showing appreciation and gratitude for the other person. Sometimes mm. it's all three. Sometimes gratitude flows thick and fast. Other times <laughs> it's not so easy to come by. But what that's meant is that all day I've trained my brain to be looking for the things to be appreciative for, the things that I'm grateful for, like this glass of water on my desk. Like I'm so grateful for that. There's people around the world who do not have fresh clean drinking water readily available to them. Like I can tap into that gratitude and really feel it very with a lot of ease. And that's something that we've built in our relationship that we share. And it means that I'm always looking for the things to appreciate Nath for, not the things to you know, off points for. And I think on the on the flip side of that too, uh, is this idea of always assuming positive intent. And I think that was one of the other main key things around this resentment conversation was um, if you assume that your partner, like even if they have done something which has upset you or has annoyed you or has frustrated you or something like that, if you come into it with this uh, mindset, I guess, or this framing of that, oh, well, that it must have been trying to do something positive anyway or it wasn't meant to be negative, then I think that framing coming into that conversation or or coming into that does also really help to avoid that resentment. This ritual of intentionally practicing gratitude does two things. First, it increases the good credit in your emotional bank account, or as you refer to it, refueling your love tank for your relationship. The second is that it's checking to make sure that all the parts are functioning as expected. Essentially, you're doing a check on the whole system. When it comes to rituals, I found that they do change over time. Can you tell us about a newer ritual that you started that you're really excited about? We just set up this little practice. We love going out for breakfast and coffee and things like that. Foodies. Yeah, we enjoy our food. Um, (laughs) So what we did was we set up a practice 
pretty much every week we would go for two coffees and a treat. So we would go go and find a new cafe around the place and go and yeah, have a coffee each and then have something something share little a to treat. share. Yeah, and, share a little treat. And the intent is that we try and do it for less than twenty dollars. So twenty Aussie dollars, what can you get? Sometimes it's sometimes we go a little bit over. <laughs> But yeah, that's the intent, and it is. It's a real. It's been a really beautiful practice because it creates new, new experiences, new shared experiences. Um, we've got like a cute little Google Map shared list that we've got. So you know, if you you walk past somewhere, you're like, oh, we've got to add that to the list. What we definitely noticed as well with that practice was that the conversations that we have when we're outside of our own home, when mm-hmm. we're actually out somewhere together are so different than when when you are in your home together mm-hmm. i think there's so many distractions like oh i'll just pop some washing on oh i'll just do the dishes oh i'll yeah. just vacuum the floor and better the make the bed yeah like or I'll just watch some netflix or something like that whereas when you get out of your environment go somewhere new you're seeing different things like you pick up different visual cues and stuff like that as well to prompt conversation so we were just noticing the conversations and the and the deepness, I guess, that level of connection that we were having when we were out somewhere else was so much better than when we were in our home, even if we were doing the same activity. This ritual sounds like such a fun idea. I know Anch and I are going to be trying it out for ourselves because we love coffee. Now, can you share with us a ritual that you practice kind of like on a sporadic basis, but it's something that's very important to you? We got this one from some Airbnb guests who stayed with us. I don't know, maybe four years ago, uh, they were a Korean couple and they had a really intentional practice about looking each other in the eyes when they were sharing a drink. And it just was so beautiful. And I observed it over these the few days that they stayed with us. And I went, that is just immaculate, like just so intentional, so purposeful, such deep connection. It's free and you've already got the habit of drinking embedded so you can just piggyback onto it. So that's what we did whenever we now share a cocktail or a coffee or a a glass of sparkling water, uh, very intentionally look each other in the the eyes and say cheers. I love that. That's so beautiful. And you're right. It just adds that additional layer of uh, like a silent I love you. I appreciate being able to share this moment of eye contact with you. And you're right. It's absolutely free. It's just enhancing something that we already do. That's just Mm. so beautiful. And the thing is, no one else will probably even realize what you're doing. Like if you're out at a restaurant or a cafe or wherever you are, like it's that it's just that micro moment of connection. It's kind of PDA without PDA. (laughs) Can you share with our listeners a framework or an activity that they can practice at home? This practice of two by two by two date nights so so what this is is a or we found it i think on a on a reddit feed or something quite some time ago and we've adapted it for ourselves as well but the idea is that every two weeks we go on a date every two months we go on a weekend away and then every two years or the original feed was every two years you go on a large holiday whereas adventure and travel is is pretty high on our on our values and so we flipped it to twice a year we'll go on a bigger adventure or a bigger holiday. So yeah, so this this framework really just helped us kind of set that benchmark or that baseline for for our romantic relationship and really just helped us to actually find the time to prioritize it. 
so before we had this framework, we were very ad hoc about what we were doing. Like it was mm-hmm. very unstructured. We would be, we'll get to a Saturday night and be like, well, what are we going to do tonight? Do you want to go out on a date? You uh, say we. You, you mean say you. we. I, yeah. Yeah. You would yeah. get to Saturday night. And like, I don't know, what's happening. I don't know what's going on. That's true. <laughs> so one of the yeah. challenges that Nathan and I were having early in our relationship was that I am the planner in our in our relationship. I studied project management, special specialized in events, and I thrive on creating moments for other people. I just I love creating memories that are exquisite experiences. So what was happening was that because I was the planner and the organizer, that flowed into our social life, that flowed into our calendar, that flowed into our romantic relationship. And I had the reins on all of those. I was organizing how our house was being run. I was organizing our relationship and network with our external like friends, family, partners. I was running point on organizing when we were going to spend time together and how we would spend that time. And if I wasn't doing it, it didn't get done. And then we realized, I don't exactly know how, but we had a really big fight, like a really, like our worst, our biggest, (laughs) our biggest, biggest. And I think that we implemented this not long after. I don't know that, I don't know if the idea had come first, but we knew we needed a different model. So now Nath takes the first half of the month and organizes a date in somewhere in that first half of the month. And when we're saying date, when like it, Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's, you know, dinner or a show or attending an event or something like that. But other times it's an intentional spa and massage night at home or it's a themed dinner that we're going to cook together or it's a card game we're going to play or it's like I think sometimes people can get a bit wrapped up in like the aesthetics of a date or what the perception, you know, our two coffees and a treat ritual that's a date that's a you know a couple of hours of really quality time together that's intentional and then I organize something in the back half of the month and that there's so many benefits to that we found doing it this way is that we get the opportunity to both give and receive we both get the opportunity to create a, a moment or an experience either that something that I really want to do and Nate's now invited to come along <laughs> with me or something that I know that he will really love um, and, yeah, and, and enjoy. So we both get that those opportunities now and it's a framework that it's allowed us to have some, yeah, predictability, rhythm, heartbeat, pattern around it that it, it's, it's priority. It, yeah, you're, yeah. you're a very important part of my life and I treat it that way. treat you that way that would be lovely i think that a lot of people could benefit from just a little bit of structure to set them free to plan things like you said to give and receive that love and it's all about creating opportunities for connection and a framework like this takes something we do anyways plan things for each other and just puts a little bit of structure around it so that you can have that rhythm that you were talking about yeah i know that this is something that i'm excited to start practicing let's go to fuel collective now i want to know more about that and i want our listeners to learn more about that as well so you have this idea of eight fuel tanks 
can you briefly tell us a little more about that and more more importantly where did that inspiration come from how did you come about those eight so Nathan and I have an annual planning practice we call it our annual game planning day or the AGP where we take a whole day every year to set some intentions for the next 365 days so we review the year that was and set some priorities for the following year and we have been doing this for quite a long time now and then it was around the time that we were ha- seeing these couples go through some pretty shitty breakups and divorces like we had three really big relationships that were quite near to us break down in this they arrived on our doorstep or on the phone in in a week there was we had three very serious conversations with three very near people to us in a in a week and it was very confronting but what we were started what that started was some conversations about like not that we're best practice and have everything figured out but it was like well what are we doing that we need to keep doing so mm-hmm. that we don't do that and we recognize that hey do you know what? I don't think anyone else that we know is doing this annual game planning thing and then we dug into okay well when we're doing that annual planning what are the different areas of our life that we're talking about and is there actually a pattern here over the last three four years of of categories of areas of life that need fuel that if you neglect them they break down so we went back through all of our notes but what we realized were that there were these eight really distinct categories of life areas of life that you need to take care of and then we started talking to couples and then we started to talk to experts and they agreed like yeah those that kind of covers everything the eight different tanks are self romantic relationship, relationships and network, humming household, career and business, wealth and lifestyle, the world, and the future. We encourage you to learn more about the eight different areas from their website, fuelcollective.com.au. Sammy and Nathan also talk about these individually on their podcast, Date Forever. I want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for joining us and sharing your stories. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. If you liked the episode, the best way to share is to ask, do you take love vitamins? Small doses over time is how you grow the love. If you have something to share, there's a form you can fill in the description below. We hope you enjoyed listening. We'll see you next week.